Smartcast. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. The Congress is at a crucial juncture right now. with its politics what with the ayodhya verdict coming and as we speak there is major talk of the congress joining hands with the shiv sena in maharashtra with me former union minister and key leader of the congress party salman khurshid mr khurshid thank you very much for speaking with us as the congress is thinking about joining forces with the shiv sena that's exactly what the uh, the maharashtra unit wants and with what we have happening uh, post ayodhya verdict does it look like there's a complete tectonic shift in the congress's politics vis-a-vis hindutva that's putting it too widely broadly uh, i shouldn't actually uh, be saying anything yet on what happens in maharashtra there are some indications uh, the local party has taken a position um, that has a lot to do with what they've suffered in 5 years of the bjp rule uh, their own assessment of in the larger interest and in the long term what is the better thing to do just sit out there and be irrelevant or use whatever clout you have political clout you have ability to persuade that you have to give a good government there may not be uh, critical issues of ideology directly involved right away uh, and therefore uh, should they consider or not consider this is best left to them you're saying there may not be ideological problems right away but i just want to say that this is a party shiv sena is a party which was indicted by the sri krishna committee and the congress has for a long time been considered or positioned itself as the party for minorities isn't that completely in conflict people have accused us of being for minorities we were for for plural india plural inclusive society and when you say you are plural inclusive society you have to include minorities but an assumption was that you're only for minorities you're not for a majority now it's a silly and a stupid assumption to say that any party is not for sure, a majority so so that's the assumption but the party statement on saturday when the ayodhya verdict came was we are for building the ram mandir Now, after that statement, can you still claim to be the party that the Muslims vote for? Let's just. Are you comfortable with that term? No, I know I, that see, you said I, that the judgment was positive. Judgment is positive has to be seen in a positive way by the Muslim community and everybody else. When your party says that we are, we support the building of the Ram Temple, is that something which you, as a Muslim leader, um, accept? I mean, if if I was speaking for the party formally. would i have said that or would i have said something slightly perhaps significantly different we were given yes, to understand yes you would have let me just say i wouldn't have we were given to understand from the party amongst discussions amongst ourselves including with our top leadership is that we had categorically in our manifesto said we will accept and honor the decision of the that's supreme right. court that's right yeah and that's what happened there was a decision of the supreme court all we had to do is to say we honor and respect the decision of the supreme court now you could go into details you could pick up one item here one item there one item there 
Let's not forget that decision of the Supreme Court has, has said that three times in recent history, a clearly yes. unlawful act was done against the mosque. Yes. Right? Yeah. Now, shall we be highlighting that? Of course, when people discuss it, somebody will pick this, somebody will pick the fact that this this land has been has been given to a trust that will make make a Ram temple there. Somebody else would highlight the fact that five acres have been given for yeah. the mosque. Now, if I was to speak about we want a temple here, we want a mosque there, then I would have been saying what the Supreme Court had said, that there has to be a temple and a mosque. Now, if we pick one thing, I think it gives it gives a wrong impression. And you would not have asked me this question if we had yes. said so we you, abide by the Supreme Court. So, sir, so so you disagree with Randeep Surjewala's projection of that? I see, he has a job that. to do. Randeep Surjewala has a job to do. He's the official spokesperson. And he tries to put it across as well and as in a, as balanced and a sensible way as possible. But we are not puppets. All of us would not speak the same same manner, particularly when we are clear, when we are clear as party leaders, that all we had agreed was that we will respect and honor. Sure. The and I haven't seen anyone reject it openly no, by saying this. Has he put people like you no. who have fought? Or especially Dikmiti Singh, who you know, who've spoken up for minorities, has he put them in an awkward position? Why do you assume that the Supreme Court has not spoken for minorities? Government? I'm not talking about the Supreme Court. I'm talking about the stance okay, then of your party. Supreme Court, as a lawyer, as a person who's gone through discussions about what our position will be, I'm only repeating what we have agreed is our position. The speeches that came from our leadership were very clear that we have to support the Supreme Court judgment. And then you have to support the Supreme Court judgment in its entirety. Instead of listing out what we support, we are actually saying that we support the judgment. And that's the end of the matter. Now, if somebody puts it differently in which circumstances, what was, what was uh, the sense and what was, what was expected to be achieved, I don't know. I can't say to you today that I'm against the, the uh, building of a Ram temple. How can I? I've accepted it in the judgment, haven't I? The Supreme Court has accepted it. Now, if you were to ask me to analyze the judgment, not by way of a political proposition, but by, by way of the legality of the judgment, the manner in which it's analyzed, then as a lawyer... But sir, I'm so asking you as the Congress politician, does this statement that Mr. Surjewala made, and in effect, the Congress party made after the judgment, does this alienate your Muslim vote I hope bank? No, I hope not. Muslims have to understand these are difficult circumstances. If somebody is going to walk all over them and somebody is going to treat them as unwanted, then that would be a serious problem. Nobody in the Congress is saying Muslims are unwanted. Are they standing up for them? No, no. For example, this Maharashtra thing. It is a serious consideration. Yeah. Uh, and Sonia Gandhi is considering sure, it. Sure. And she hasn't rejected it. There have been meetings and there are conversations at her level going on. But to be to be considering it at such a high level, tying up with someone who was indicted by the Sri Krishna committee, what and is the messaging? Should it not, should it not be a question that's put to the Shiv Sena? When I know the Sri Sena answer, I will be in a better position to answer. Look, you have to move ahead. You have to move ahead. Can't be frozen in time. You'll have to experiment. You'll have to innovate. You'll have to change. You'll have to modify. And then see if it works or it doesn't work. 
today there's a problem in the country. Today, it's respective of the, the differences we may have had with Shiv Sena yeah. in the past. Today, Shiv Sena is publicly, publicly standing up for certain positions for democratic India. They are talking about the way people are being treated in but sir, by, by agencies. Now, if they are saying that, should we say, no, no, no we don't want this. And MEPs as well, they spoke well, up for. Right? The, against okay. the MEP visit. So, should we not then say that this is something that should be encouraged? Hmm. Should we not mainstream them? Should we not bring them closer to us? We may succeed, we may not succeed. But is it not worth trying considering the country is today on 10th? You are saying, is it not worth considering because it will keep the BJP out? Who's today interfering with the democratic structure? Is it the Shiv Sena? Is it the BJP? And if Shiv Sena opposes the BJP for its interference in the democratic structure of our country, why should we not, at least with an open mind, give it a chance, give it, give it an opportunity? In order to keep the BJP out, is that because AIMIM has already announced they will not, their two MLAs won't be supporting. Here I want you to put your analyst hat on. Does that explain why they are seeing a growth? Because perhaps you know, Muslim representation is, does mean that people are looking at them as Muslim Absolutely. leadership. See, they have, a, they have a particular target. They have a particular uh, ideology. They have a particular strategy. Now, that target, that ideology, that ideology and strategy doesn't fit into our scheme of things today. Let's not forget that Oasi has been a strong supporter of the Congress in the past. Yes. He may have had his disappointments, but the fact still remains that he as a political party has an opportunity and uh, I guess uh, I guess a right to experiment about how things can be sorted out in the country. We have equally a right to sort out things in the country and to sort out things in the country instead of looking at the, the ultimate, the best as it were, if we get something that is good, we must move forward. Can't remain frozen in time. Thank you, sir. Thank you. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.